0: podcast. I'm Editor-in-Chief Zach Miller. A popular theme for this podcast has been exploring the powerful unlock data has had within different financial businesses. That's particularly true when payroll data is involved, which is a more complicated and and nuanced thing to digitize than, say, banking balance sheet and transactional information is. And for the past few weeks, we've heard the impact modern access to payroll data has had on mortgage banker Draper Kramer to conducting background checks as part of hiring like Checker does, to consumer lending, a la regional finance. Each business has had access to payroll data in the past, but it was laborious to access, bundled together with other things, and wasn't made an integral part of digital workflows. Argyle is helping to change that, and as Argyle's footprint grows, the fintech firm continues to mature its products, processes, and people. Founder and CEO Shmulek Fishman has built a powerful team of GMs to lead each of the verticals the payroll data firm participates in. What's fascinating about this conversation about tech and data-enabled financial services is Shmulik's focus on the people side of the business. In a market that's getting frothy in its excitement around generative AI, Argyle has good tech, sure, but it's the people that are making a difference in its work with clients. It's what keeps them coming back and giving more volume and products to Argyle to manage. Argyle CEO Shmulik Fishman is my guest on this show. Tearsheet has partnered with Argyle to create a four-part podcast series that explores how different parts of the financial industry are using modern technology and access to new forms of data to power their businesses today and into the future. Great. So who are you and what do you do?
1: My name is Shmulik Fishman. I'm the CEO of Argyle, um, a payroll connectivity platform that I founded in 2018. We help lenders get source data from payroll accounts to make better informed lending decisions
0: so i'd love to take a step back and talk about um payroll connectivity in general what is it and and why is it important for the industry aren't we awash in financial data in general
1: yes the world does not need more financial data you're correct the world does need uh, better formatted more accurate easier to access financial data and that is what Argyle is providing. There are so many ways today to access income information. How long have I worked at an employer? How much money do I make? Uh, what is my job title? Um, what is my 401k contributions? These are bits of information that you can get by talking to a credit bureau. You can get by um, asking somebody, by having them give you your W-2s or your pay subs. The problem is is that all of the existing mechanisms to access this data set have a lot of fraud, a lot of friction, a lot of drop-off associated with them. And when when you allow a consumer to connect their own payroll account to a lender, you eliminate all of this fraud, all of this friction, all of this drop-off because the consumer is no longer fetching documents uh trying to log in uh trying to click 17 buttons the consumer has an easy flow that they're very accustomed to with some banking apps now that same flow that they've gotten so used to um, for their banking data they can have that same exact flow for their
0: income information or their their payroll data so is it fair to say you're almost like an experience layer on top of financial data Well, we're
1: we're surely that for consumers. Surely Mm -hmm. for consumers, we're providing a better experience than going through the mail, finding your W-2s, scanning them in. Surely this is way better than that. But for lenders, the entire experience is an API. And so for our clients directly, we're a data pipe. We provide our clients with directly sourced data, untouched by humans, updated daily on somebody's income Um, and I I suppose that leads to better experiences um, that our lenders create but very much a data company um, is what we leave with
0: I guess that kind of segues into my next question I was going to ask is payroll data a commodity Um, and if it has certain characteristics of being a commodity how does Argyle differentiate itself amongst other other firms in the space
1: So two things, yes, again, payroll data is a commodity, um, but payroll data that's highly accurate, that um, is not egregiously expensive, that is hard to come by. Um, And that is what Argyle is providing. As much as technology is what we lead with and what we make at Argyle, I think what differentiates us um, is that we're very focused on clients. We've oriented our entire business around specific client outcomes and specific client use cases Um, and so uh, to give an example of that I know you talked uh, earlier with Draper and Kramer and um, we're providing them with a product that is made for the mortgage industry from beginning to end um, both in terms of the customer service we give them Um, uh, how the data is formatted in terms of reports, um, how they can use a no-code console, um, how we give uh, training and coaching. We take a very human-centered approach. That is very unique in this industry. Most of the time when you're getting payroll data, it's coming through a PDF and it's up to the lender to figure out what to do with it. We're providing the exact opposite experience where the data is provided to you in the format that is mortgage-ready Um, with a backed by a team um, that really cares about
0: a client's success. So you're building these very vertical specific experiences um, for clients and for um, and for users and clients on both sides. I'm curious, how how do you judge success then in each of those verticals? Like what kind of KPIs do you measure if Argyle is doing a good job servicing them?
1: Well, first and foremost, uh, net dollar retention or having our clients use us more month after month um, is a key metric to, uh, to what I'm guided by. I want to make sure that the Argyle product is best in class and is the first go to choice across mortgage, across lending, across background check and all the verticals that we operate in. And what that means is that our clients prefer to use our product um, uh, over the competitors. And the other part of this is that we're trying to uh, bring down cost and increase um, reliability of this data set. The cost part um, is is, uh, a bit easier for us. Um, We're something like 50 to 70% less than what you would get from a credit bureau. Um, But the accuracy, I think, is really where we're starting to shine. Um, When you can get reliable data sets about somebody's base pay or somebody's hiring date, uh delivered to you in real time that's a huge differentiator and we want to make
0: sure we we keep on providing that to the market i think one of the things we heard when we did speak to argyle's customers was one of the things that they appreciated um was the attention to permission customer permissioning um, we heard that across mm-hmm. verticals um, how do you think about that
1: yeah um so there's th- the truth is is that consumers don't have enough say um in who sees their income data or who sees their data in general I mean that much much of this data uh, that we're discussing unfortunately can be accessed without a consumer's permission um credit bureaus are mopping up a lot of this data set and selling it to the highest bidder as often as they possibly can I think that that's a conversation um for the credit bureaus to have I I don't want to get inside of their business but what I can say is that Argyle makes sure that the only time a consumer's information is shared is when they've allowed it and they've expressly said that a specific entity let's take Draper and Kramer or t- let's take regional finance that that specific entity is having access it, to it for a specific reason um and we make that v- uh, very front and center in all of our flows that um, if you work at Starbucks if you uh you work at Target and you're trying to permission your data you know what data is being permissioned and who it's being permissioned to um I actually think that this leads uh, to better outcomes on both the lender and on the consumer side and it actually leads to um, less drop-off consumers don't like experiences lending experiences where they don't feel in control Argyle makes uh, consumers feel in control. And that actually leads to more of them um, submitting applications for a loan or fill- filling out the full application that you're presenting with
0: them. So at Draper and Kramer or Regional Finance, they, they take an API from Argyle. Um, I assume that there's some human element, too, in terms of helping them integrate and get off the ground and, and be successful. What does what customer success look like at Argyle?
1: we meet consumer, uh, we, we meet uh, clients where they're at. It's, it's really easy to give clients a huge handbook and say, do 100 different things and then talk to us again. Um, it also doesn't lead to success. Um, we want to make sure that our clients have have uh, a set of tools that they can use on day one. And what we've done with um, all of our clients, but uh, I know you were speaking about Draper and Kramer and regional um, just now. Um, we started with a no-code solution where we were on the phone with them, teaching them how to send out their first emails, send out their first text messages, get their first consumers to connect to their payroll account, showing them how they could download this data set, um, uh, download a report, a formatted report with their logo on it, and getting reps in place and going day after day, week after week, going on site with them to make sure that they understood What was possible and then what's so exciting is you start to get clients to want to um, have that process of modernizing their operations they see the power in having the argyle platform at their side and that means that they start to lead with like hey here's this other operational workflow here's how i can integrate with you further it's not us pushing it's it's them realizing oh here are all these great things i can do with argyle because they showed me success in those early innings. And that is, to your point, that's about humans. Um, I know there's so much talk right now about AI and how computers are going to automate everything. I'm seeing the exact opposite thing be true here. Um, yes, we have a great set of technology, for sure. Um, but the fact that we have GMs and success managers, uh, technical implementation uh, team members, side by side with clients on the phone in their office working through issues that's what makes the difference so i'm a i'm a big believer in humans i i'm investing heavily in them
0: i I like that perspective and i agree with you shmuelik i i you know as part of the series we we spoke to three clients we spoke to draper and kramer checker and regional finance can we use those as use cases i'm curious if we can talk about these real life examples of clients you work with and how how Argyle helps them achieve things, I guess, that they they weren't before they started working with you.
1: Let's start with uh, regional finance because I think it's just a great story of the untold part of lending. Uh, Regional finance has about 350 storefronts um, where people have foot traffic and walk in with their pay stubs and their W-2s. Just think about that for a second, because it's a it's a big idea. Humans going to a store to get a loan. Um and we started a to do that. yes, yeah. a, apparently that's how <laughs> things used to go. Humans oh. used to do that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they still are doing that today. Um, and we started a pilot with regional all the way back um um in Q4 of last year, small pilot in just a few of their branches to say, hey, instead of having to scan paper onto a computer send out a text message and ask some of your consumers to log into their payroll account and we did that and we got we got buy-in at just a few of these branches one or two branches regional finance branches was talking about argyle and that made 10 more branches want to do the same thing and then we got enough momentum at those 10 branches to say hey should we build a custom regional finance report that calculates data the exact way that they were doing manually in an Excel file. And we worked with the regional finance team to really figure out, okay, how do we take this manual calculation process and digitize it so Argyle can just spit out the regional finance VOIE report specifically made for them. We worked on that. Um, And at the end of Q1 of this year, we released that. We trained more branches on it. Little by little, we got more people using it. I'm really excited to say, I believe last week, we're now in all regional uh, finance branches. And this was, yes, huge, exci- huge exciting moment, but also the results of a ton of really good work by humans, by the Argyle team, that spanned at, you know almost nearly a year, three quarters. I'm going step by step, um, branch by branch, making sure that we're actually fixing problems on the ground. Um, so that's what's happening in lending. Uh, I think Checker is uh, frankly, another great example um, checker sends um, a lot of volume um, to uh, credit bureaus to run uh, in- income and employment verification on your previous employers and about only about 50% of the time, are they able to get the data they need from a bureau, which means 50% of the time they have to do it manually with phone banks, um, with paper. And so we started uh, with Checker just saying, can we just take all the junk you can't do today? Keep doing what you're doing with credit bureaus, we'll take the other 50%. Um, And so earlier this year, we started to just take the overflow volume. And what we saw is really high success rates at um, I think a 20th of the cost that they were paying to credit bureaus. And so as as Checker got more comfortable with this uh, credential-based model, of receiving income information they they then started to ask the question just recently hey can we do this to the other 50% and achieve lower costs um better co- uh consumer satisfaction and that's what we've done but again something that's happened over multiple quarters where we're talking with a client meeting them where they are understanding their 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 first priority needs which is the manual component of the operation and then working our way to replace a credit bureau um Draper and Kramer has a very similar story um they get to send a a a substantial amount of their volume to a credit bureau um it's expensive there's some missing data elements but it does work um and the 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 conversation with Draper and Kramer started in the same place give us the volume give us your workflow that's highly manual really expensive no one uh no one uh, wants to deal with it we'll deal with that part um, and we worked with Draper and Kramer uh, in a no-code solution, no APIs to log in, tell us who they're trying to verify, and we do all the work of sending out that email, sending out that text message, um, doing push notifications, reminding people to connect their account. And Draper and Kramer has seen so much success with that, that now they're talking about um, integrating the Argyle API into their own backend service. And again, this is a multi-stage approach that we're
0: taking with every single one of our clients. I think one of the commonalities is that you hit on yourself shmuelik is this like sort of doing things that don't scale like really spending the time with humans understanding your clients business and building for them i mean that's that's not trivial it's not at all um but it's it i think it's this this
1: marriage between great technology and an incredible team that understands their uh their clients it's this marriage that makes a successful business um, when you actually have people working with the end user working with the client, understanding their problem um, and then having technology be the solution to that problem once it's recognized um i'm always I'm always amazed, and I think you're you're picking up on this too. just um everybody thinks the internet um and bots are gonna replace um and I'm just not seeing that yet.
0: I'm not seeing it either. And I don't know if I want to live in that type of world, but one, one <laughs> thing that podcast, I That's another podcast, but I agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one thing I picked up also speaking to your clients and you alluded to this in one of your answers, Shmulek, was starting with those initial use cases, um, the client's getting comfortable with Argyle, both as a firm yeah. and as a technology. And yeah. then the wheels kind of spinning. You could see that when I was talking to them, it was like, wow, we started with this, but like we have all these plans in the future of other things we can unlock with yep. them. And, and um, I guess, is that a common sort of like land and expand, build relationship, you know, get more and more of the business? It sounds like these three clients, that was the case. Yes. Is that, the, is that core to the business in a way? It's core to the business and showing success with clients
1: Um, in the first innings, you know, within a month where clients can say, Hey, I used to be doing a lot of things with paper and now I'm doing less with paper, not eliminated, but less with
0: paper, or they get a quick win,
1: right? A quick win. I used to be doing a lot with phone banks. I used to be doing a lot with uh, fraud services and now I'm doing less with that and starting to iterate. And the, the, the dirty word I think is incrementalism. Uh, working with our clients to show incremental progress day after day, week after week, talking with them about it, figuring out other ways that we can optimize and being a coach. Um, these are the places where uh, we're investing because we're
0: seeing that leads to better outcomes. It seems like also as a, as, as a manager, as an entrepreneur, it's an investment in the future, right? I, I think you're
1: right. Um, and I, I know that you've been meeting some of our team um, I, I think that what makes the difference here at Argo is the people, um, and the very, um, customer centered approach that we're taking and, um, I'm glad you're picking up on it. Uh, that's
0: the magic sauce. Um, it's working. So, so let's talk about what, what's in store for 2024. I mean, we're almost, we're, you know, third quarter already. It's, uh, it's we amazing how, how quickly time flies. Um it feels like just the other day we were in the speaking on this po- very podcast in the you know in the throes of corona um what what do you think about the next at the end of this year and and looking you know out into the near future
1: my number one goal uh, um from a roadmap perspective is to be uh, providing uh, very high levels of uh, uh customer satisfaction at scale um it's one thing to be able to deliver income data uh, for 20 gig platforms, it's quite another to deliver income data for all of the United States workforce, regardless of platform. There's over 250,000 registered payroll service providers. We need to have connectivity to all of them. Um, that is a ton of uh, infrastructure under the hood work um, that people feel don't see. But we want to be putting um, as much of our investment as possible and making sure that when you ask for income data, argyle can give it to you in a tailored approach for these different verticals and so i i always get a little bit too concerned when people uh, start giving a 10-point roadmap our roadmap is to make sure we have really high service at scale the the place that we're going to invest from a consumer uh from a from a client perspective in 2024 is definitely in the mortgage vertical we're seeing such big pull um, for a new approach, for a modern approach to income verification. Um, and uh, we've been working for quite some time now to have a mortgage-ready project uh, product that is uh, compliant um, with all the security um, and, frankly, regulatory frameworks that exist specifically in mortgage. I know that a lot of people like to talk about different certificates and different letters uh, that you can put together to mean that you have uh, the right certs. Um, very practically speaking, most mortgages in the United States of America are sold to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Um, and in order for those mortgages to be sold to Fannie and Freddie, you need to have something called a day one certainty guaranteed by Fannie Mae. Um, this is a very hard certificate to get. My understanding is that there's only six other entities that have this certificate. Um, and we've been working really tirelessly to have this cert as well. We think it's going to be a huge differentiator for us in 2024. Um, as the the only other names that I can think of that have this are credit bureaus worth 30 or 40 billion dollars. Um, and once we once we have this cert, I think for for 2024 and 2025, we want to make sure everybody that needs D1C compliant data um, has an
0: access point in Argyle for it. Shmulek, as usual, it's a pleasure talking to you and catching up with everything going on at Argyle. Thanks for joining us on the Tearsheet podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have this conversation. As Schmulik said, it's one thing to be able to deliver income data for 20 gig platforms. It's entirely another one to deliver income data for all the United States workforce, which is, uses over 250,000 registered payroll service providers. To do that well requires a real focus on simplifying complexity and helping customers solve their greatest challenges. Even in financial services, an industry powered by technology, it's often the human touch that differentiates the winners from the rest of the competition. And whether it's in mortgage, background checks, or consumer lending, Shmulek, Argyle's CEO, is focused on providing the right tech and thoughtful consumer-facing work in his firm's collaboration with financial services clients. This is part four of a four-part series Tehrasheed is collaborating on with Argyle. To read the transcript for this episode and to get access to the other episodes in the series, please go to our website.